Real Estate Radio. Byron Lucene, One Ant Company, William Ravis Real Estate. Of course, with Pat Kenny, Barnum Plans. PK, what do you got? A lot of a lot of real estate news happening out there this week. So I want to dive into that. Some of it is national. Some can tie back to local. But what, what do you got this week, man? What are you feeling? Tell you, we are uh, we're a really real estate heavy show this last uh, you know four years, but <laughs> last last couple of months, last few months, man, there's been there's been a ton. You're right. There's been a lot of, of well, yeah. action going on. You know, it's it's uh, I think Evergrande's the big one. Evergrande, Evergrande, whatever we've been talking about that because that's so impactful. But it's all yeah, but we're all about good news here, and we've had I mean, a lot of good news in real estate. We got some news happening with them this week. We got some news with Zillow. We got some local news, Pat, too. I mean, if I could maybe just take 30 seconds of time here to toot the one and company horn. I was going to ask about your your alter ego and see how he was doing over at, at 66, Mr. Levine. Oh, okay. I'm, not e- I'm not even talking about that. Did you see what they <laughs> did to me in... Uh, goodness. What, what, what was that? Uh, Middletown Press, right? I think it was Middletown yeah. Press, I thought. Middletown Press. Not only did they misspell my name, they they misspelled my name twice, two different ways. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, they, I laughed. I was like, "You're Levine," and then all of a sudden, you're French Canadian because you became Levin. Yeah, uh, it was like Le- just, Levine with an yeah. E at the end, and then and then Levin, and it's Lazine. It's L A Z I N E. That's the that's the last name. Uh, that's not gonna hurt. That's not gonna help my Google juice out there, Pat. Yeah, you you did not move up SEO rankings with your with your alter ego secret uh, secret identity that you I had was, there. I, I wasn't even going to mention that news. Yeah, we had a whole bunch of PR. Thankfully, uh, the hard work everybody at One and Company has been paying off. We set a record in New Haven County with a three point six five million dollar penthouse closing over at sixty six High Street. You've heard me talk about that development probably before on this show. So we closed out that penthouse we now have seven of the 10 highest condo sales ever in new haven county all coming from that new development over at 66 high street the horton group development really created a market out of nothing when they did that but but the big news and the one the article that pat's referring to where they misspelled my name after interviewing me pat too that's that was the annoying part they called me and we sent them like they have my name in writing in an email but then they spelt spelt it wrong twice was in reference to the final penthouse at that project in the last building. And that was listed at $5 million. And that one is now under deposit when it closes out somewhere close to the end of next year. Uh, that'll be the new record. It, that, that number is just going to blow everybody's mind. I can't reveal the exact number, but you could get pretty close to it by just figuring that it was listed at $5 million. That same buyer, Pat, bought a unit on the third floor as well, which was listed at $1.8 million. So uh, pr- pretty crazy stuff going on over at 66 High Street. But no, I was talking about... Uh, so, so you let me toot my horn about that, but I was talking about the the merger, the one and company merger. Anne Carpenter and Mary Pula have joined one and company. 860-464-9490. If you're a past client of Ann Carpenter and or Mary Pula, love for you to call in 860-464-9490 and share a story about those. Those are the two most iconic brands in all of New London County ever. And they decided in the next evolution of their business to merge the power team 
with One and Company. I mean, One and Company has already been voted this year the best of the day, which I think Boomer, who's running our board, his show on 107.7, Boomer, did, would you also voted the best of the day like One and Company? Oh, it was your co-host. Oh, oh. Oh, you get to, you, you <laughs> so you get to look get to at see. it every day in the studio. Oh. <laughs> I think Pebbles is, is, did she blow it up? Did she make it bigger? <laughs> it's pointed that's, a fresh, in your that's a fresh wound that Byron just poured salt in. <laughs> it's awesome. It, it is a team effort. Absolutely. And that's, that's where the one and company team has just gotten a little bit better. So 860-464-9490. If you know Ann Carpenter, if you know Mary Pula, they just mer- merged the power team over with one and company. Love to hear from you. If you've got a really special, unique story about either of those two amazing women, I'll hook you up with a gift card over to Oleos. We've got, we've got a whole bunch of gift cards. We're going to give away Martin's money later on in the show. But if you've got a, a unique story about working with one of those two women, call in. I'd, I'd love to hook you up. I don't know that that 94.9 is going to have the phone line capacity with the breadth of the careers that those two women have had and have. I mean, like they're, they're icons just flat out, like obscene. Honestly, they each average a hundred deals a year. They've been doing that for 25 to 30 years. They've been in the business 35 plus years each, you know, their business is based off of transparency, trust in the market. People like, they're so trusted people that haven't met them call them and don't interview anybody else because they're the the loyalty to their brand is so extreme because every time they work with somebody they do the right thing right they ed- they educate on the market they do the right thing over and over again they do right by people uh, and it's in just incredible to be able to work with them now and and learn from them uh, you know they're going to be on the show too pat so we're going to have well Mary Poole will be on the show. Ann, Ann Carpenter says, you can bring Mary on that little radio thing. I'm not doing, I'm not doing the radio <laughs> thing, she said. Although she did a video with us. You got to go, go on the Facebook page and, and check out uh, One and Company Real Estate. Check out the video that, th- that those two did. It was amazing. But Mary Poole is definitely coming on on the radio here at some point. All right, we, we've got to call her name and where are you calling from? This is Dave Pettit. I live in Waterford. Dave from him. Waterford. Yeah, I couldn't afford East Lime, actually, when I moved back home. <laughs> hey, nothing wrong <laughs> with like water. Come on. For half the money. But, uh, Beautiful. Yeah, I Beautiful. know. I've known Anne for like 30 years. She married my boss at the time when I was like 20 years old. We were building some colonial houses out there in the woods when there used to be acreage out here. <laughs> oh, wow. So, and, so, uh, so yeah, she sold uh, me my last house. You were working for Evan. Yeah, right out of high school, 1985. I got a job with her husband, Evan. Yep. And uh, learning the trade and that kind of thing. I They were just dating at the time. I met her a couple of times. And, uh, awesome. Fantastic and, uh, real estate. They, they are fantastic. What's uh, something unique about Anne that you love? Oh, God. I mean, once you get to know her, she's just she's just a ball of fire. That's all that's unique about her. She's just Anne. She you know? She's amazing. Hey, have you been, yeah. have you been to Oleos? Uh, no, I haven't. My wife likes the place, loves the place. She uh, used to go there before we were married, so I guess maybe we should head there. Yeah, you're going to be heading there. We're hooking you up with a gift card to Oleos, courtesy of Service Station Equipment, your residential tank specialist. Stay on the line. Boomer will get you hooked up with uh, how to get that gift card, all right? All right, right on. Thanks. 
Awesome. Dave from Waterford, thanks for the call. If you've got a call or you've got a story about Mary Pula or Ann Carpenter, love to hear from me, 860-464-9490. They have merged the power team with one and company, uh, a William Ravis team. And and Pat, the best just keeps getting better. We, we are already number one in the MLS for the entire state of Connecticut. That includes Fairfield County, the entire state of Connecticut, by the way for number one transactions year to date. Now you just, you just added this behemoth of a, uh, of production. That is the power team on top of all that. Powering up, powering up one in company. That was in the, uh, we did our first ever new London day ad on, you know what? I got to talk to Jill. Cause we didn't put our best of the day thing on the ad, but anyways, we did a full page ad. I haven't done a newspaper ad. I don't think in my old career, maybe one, <laughs> maybe one. And, uh, and so we did that in the Friday section. We, we should have put that best of there. We, we got we to gotta wear that badge of honor, you know, it, man. claim it, claim it at least for the year. And then even, even for all the hard times I've given the day, why not wear the badge? <laughs> you know? in, in, in fairness, it's the day's website that you and I tend to beat the crap out of. Not, not the day directly quite as much. That's true. That I think is it's, true. It's the, the website we tend to pick on, but it's all of them. It's them. The, the day. Gi- give us a call. We want to collab. All right. The day. <laughs> the day. Dot com. Hit us up. We'll love to collab. All right. We've got some Martin's money to give away. We've got a big Ever Grand story out of China. We've got a big Zillow story. And I think you should pay attention to if you're investing in real estate. All that when we come back. Real Estate Radio, ninety four nine News Now, stimulating talk. <laughs> All right, Pat, we talked about this one a few shows back. If you want to go rehash any of our shows, CT Real Estate Radio, anywhere you listen to podcasts. But we talked about this China Evergrande set to avert default payment as property developer reportedly pays off bond interest. So when we were talking about it, it was like, oh boy, is the biggest real estate developer in China about to collapse? Some were comparing it to a Lehman collapse. Others were saying, no, it's not even close. Many were saying this is, you know, this developer is too big to fail. They're in almost every single industry you can imagine in China uh, that the government was going to bail them out. They've got a whole bunch. It's not just Evergrande, but the whole real estate market over there in China has a whole bunch of these high rises that have been built for, you know, a decade or more that are just sitting vacant. They're all over the country, these vacant buildings that have just been sitting there, sitting there, sitting there. And the biggest developer, Evergrande, has now avoided going into default. So $83.5 million interest payment was, uh, was now made. Pat, what do, you, what do you make of this? I mean, uh, what, I, what I was thinking and interested in was, but what's next, right? Like, that's the, that's the minimum right now that they had to get out of for the March 22 bond issuance that they have. But we talked about it a couple of weeks ago. They're hundreds of billions of dollars in debt. This is an eighty-three and a half million dollar interest payment. That's the first thing. Great. 
and it was they, made the the day before the grace period ended. So they were they yeah. were uh, or no, was it ahead 20, of September twenty third was the was the due date. So they paid it October twenty third. Okay, yeah. the end of that. Yeah, but it's like yeah. I'm sorry. So right, right. The, the sentence below that: the world's so most they, indebted they, property developer is buckling under the weight of more than three hundred billion dollars in debt. They, so they made twenty nine days of the of the uh, grace period. Yeah, yeah. The, just to just to get the bare minimum payment to not default. So I mean. I don't think that we're anywhere near, you know, out of the the bad weather here with this stuff so far. Uh, again, I, what I want to know is, you know, what's next? Uh, it says in here that they missed four other payments in September and October, uh, and there's more payments coming due in November and December. So I appreciate that this is a headline, and it is it certainly is positive compared to what we talked about the three hundred plus billion dollars in debt. But is this really making a dent? I mean, they've missed $279 million worth of payments in the last month. I put up on my Instagram at Byron Lazine. That's with a Z, not a, not a V or an, <laughs> like or an E even. Yeah, I put on uh, stories. I said, is this a uh, mean problem over or a Band-Aid fix? I think 100% of people on that poll said Band-Aid fix, right? This is not going to, this is going to pop up again. It, and here's the thing: they're not going to fill, they're not going to fill a whole bunch of this real estate that they've overbuilt. And when you have an oversupply, like China's dealing with the complete opposite problem that we have here in in the U.S. in the real estate market, they have an oversupply problem. People that have bought in these units from Evergrande are furious because they've built so much of it that they have completely impacted their price that they paid. They didn't protect the value. You know that's that. I was talking earlier in the show about the development we did in Guilford and Kenny Horton, the developer of the Horton Group, always said, my number one goal here, my number one mission on this project is to protect everybody's values. So if you were the first person in, I want your value to go up over time on this project. And when he met with you know, potential buyers, that's what he would say to them. My only job here is to protect your value, protect value, protect value, increase value. Where Evergrande did the opposite. They built so much supply that the value of the people that bought in the beginning has, you know, most of them has gone down dramatically because when you have oversupply, that's what happens. Prices go down. When you have no supply, like we have in the US and like we're looking to have over the next two to three years in our real estate market, that's where you keep seeing these prices go up because you just have more competition. Yeah, and this, I mean, We've talked about, you know, they're just leveling over built buildings at this point because they, they don't have the, the, the bodies to fill them. And it's just more and more and more and more. And now they're behind and, you know, they issued all of this debt. I think um, somewhere further on down here, it says uh, China instituted a policy last year called the three red lines. And it puts a limit on debt with relation to cash flow assets and capital. And the goal of that was to rein in all the successive debt because listen, Evergrande's just the biggest, but they're, they're far from the only one of these developers that just builds and builds and builds and builds and just issues debt and issues debt. They just happen to be so big that they find themselves $300 billion in debt. And there's a huge problem. I mean, you know, again, we talked about, there was those references back to the layman and the Bear Stearns and some of these defaults. If, if something like that happens, you know, and actually fully defaults, it's going to, it's going to have to have an impact on, 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 the U.S. real estate. I mean, the, the the bonds are issued in U.S. dollars. You know, they're held here. Uh, it's not just traded on the, the Chinese market. So, you know, there's definitely going to be an impact, but who knows, right? I mean, this is definitely a positive step forward. <laughs> it's a very small step, I think, by the, the size of it, but nonetheless, 
we're trying to be positive here. We're positive on real estate radio. We don't, we don't talk well, politics or bad news. I mean, the, the big positive that I, that I saw out of this whole story over, over time is I, I don't know how much, I don't get the sense or, or I don't see incredible fear with economists that it's going to have, even if they do blow up, that significant of an impact on what's happening here in the U.S. Correct. And we talked about that, the, not the first show, we, did, we brought this up the second show about how, you, you know, the, the big fear was bank exposure, right? So banks issued or underwrite a lot of this debt. And if they were going to get hurt by this, right, Credit Suisse was one of the big ones uh, that had some concerns. And and the good news was there isn't really cause for concern. Uh, I mean, the, sure, there is obviously it, you know, direct impacts, but not a lot of banks are overexposed. Not a lot of U.S. corporations are exposed. So definitely a, a positive there that we're not, I think, going to see the, the huge ripple that we were kind of concerned about early on. So unless you're investing in the China market, which I'm assuming not too many 94 Niners are doing that, mm-hmm. probably a non-issue. If you're investing in the U.S. market in real estate, a story you do want to pay attention to is the Zillow story this week. Zillow's stock dropped about 10%, I think nine and change, the day this was announced, Pat. It's, it's bounced back a little bit since then, but Zillow has stopped buying single-family homes and are done for at least the remainder of this year. They were buying heavy in quarter two and quarter three. Now, Zillow was not and is not buying homes in the Northeast. It's one of the last markets, Zillow, as an iBuyer, they call it, you know, these big Wall Street companies buying up homes directly from homeowners. Northeast is one of the last markets that they will go into. Their words, not mine. But they've stopped buying homes anywhere. They were buying in Texas, Arizona, Orlando, Florida, Washington State. Uh, so just to name a few, they, they were buying in, in certain locales, not everywhere. I actually, and I talked about this on the Real Word podcast, I talked about the fact that they were buying homes over the valuation. So I, I have a couple of closing disclosures from uh, somebody who sold two homes to them in San Antonio, Texas. And all the comps in the area in San Antonio were at about 250000 They sold two homes in this neighborhood. All the houses were the same, built the same time. There was still some new construction going on. The new construction was going at two ninety. They sold these two resales at two ninety seven to Zillow. Wow. And so Zillow was overpaying for homes, which when they were overpaying for all these homes, and you and I heard all these stories throughout quarter two and quarter three. It's like, why are they overpaying? They're they're aggressively buying homes, but why are they overpaying? Do they know something that we don't about next year? Now Golden Goldman Sachs, which Goldman Sachs is pretty conservative when they put out a number. Mm-hmm. Goldman Sachs says that real estate is going to go up 16% next year. Wow. They just came up with that number. So, or just came out. I don't know if, when they came up with it, but they just came out with that number. Okay. So Goldman Sachs is going up 16%. I'm like, okay, does Zillow just think in these areas that they're buying, maybe San Antonio, uh, maybe Phoenix, that there's just going to be explosion in value next year. 
But then you, you got to remember, Pat, that their whole model here is to buy these homes and put it right back on the market to get that cash. They need cash because they're a public traded company. So they need that cash coming back in. They're not the, not the Blackstone model where they're just going to, uh, you know, hold property and rent it out. That, that's not what, what they're doing here. But they just completely stopped. Yeah. And they're, they're blaming it on the fact that they, they can't get these homes on the market because they can't find people to do the work. Mm. The labor shortage, which we talked about a bunch in the last two shows. They can't get the materials on time that they need. They cannot turn these properties over fast enough. And I actually am taking that at face value for the most part. You know, I don't think that they are like, oh, wait, maybe we don't believe what Goldman is saying. There's a huge crash coming, so we're going to stop buying. I just think that they got in over their head. Remember, that last mile, the people that are in your community, the Ann Carpenters and Mary Pulas, the one in companies of the world, they're the ones that have the relationship with the contractor. They're the ones, and it's not Zillow, right? Zillow thought they could do this at scale in people's communities, and they got a big wake-up call this week. Mm. Yeah, and it's, it's funny because it, it appears to... I mean, I don't know if you saw any of this coming or I heard any of these murmurs being, you know, the connections that you have. It seems to have come fairly out of left field. Like it, there wasn't there wasn't like murmurs of this happening. It's just all of a sudden they just announced it and we're like, we're done. Can't do it. it. It came out of left field. It's a red flag. But there's a silver lining in here if you're investing in your local community. If you're somebody who has contractors in place who can get certain materials that has a formula to how you're fixing and either holding or flipping you have a bigger opportunity here to add value in your community because i think more people more of these wall street flippers will slow down a little bit like a zillow 860-464-9490 is the number when we come back we're going to give away some of martin's money we got the rewind as well Real Estate Radio, Byron Lozine, One and Company at William Ravis Real Estate. The same One and Company that just pull off a big-time merger with Ann Carpenter, Mary Pula, the power team are powering up One and Company. Love working with those two iconic brands. Pat Kenny, Barnum Plans along with me. And we've got the One and Company Rewind for the week here and what a week it was obviously getting Anna Mary on board was a big deal but we also in the midst of all that put up six new listings we had 16 properties that went under contract and seven closings the new listings 3 Oak Hill Drive in Clinton on for $215,000 31 Tremper Drive in Wallingford listed for 249000 157 Leader Hill Drive in Hamden, new listing at $225,000. 157 Leader Hill Drive, Hamden. 170 Wilderwood Drive in Guilford, new listing for $350,000. 170 Wilderwood Drive in Guilford, $350,000. 87 Blank Street in New Haven, on for $445,000. 
87 Blake Street, New Haven, 445000 A new Mary Pula listing, 284 Pumpkin Hill Road in Mystic is on for 617000 284 Pumpkin Hill Road in Mystic, $617,000. The 16 under contracts. We had under contracts in East Haven, Fairfield, East Haddam, West Haven, Guilford, Hamden, New London, New Haven, Meriden, Groton, Waterford, Essex, Branford, Clinton, and Branford. The diversity of this team, PK. I mean, we just hit up, I think... Almost every county right there in in CT. Closings. We closed out property in Cheshire, Wallingford, Brantford, Oxford, Ledger, Wallingford, and West Haven. The the one in company orange is all over the CT map, PK. We got some open houses too for you. Open houses for this weekend. Today. Until 1.30, Chaz Cook. He's over at 11 Parker Drive in East Lyme. Till 1.30 today, 11 Parker Drive, East Lyme, with Chaz Cook. Friend of the show, of course. Of course he's a friend of the show, but meaning he's been on the show. So that's what I meant by that. Tomorrow, Mary's going to be over at 284 Pumpkin Hill Road in Mystic, 12 to 2. Okay, so 284 Pumpkin Hill Road, brand new listing, 617000 If you want to get into Mystic, 284 Pumpkin Hill Road, 12 to 2 tomorrow with Mary Pula. And also tomorrow, 170 Wilderwood Drive in Guilford, 12 to 3 with Jessica Hoover. 170 Wilderwood Drive in Guilford, 12 to 3, Jess Hoover. Those are your open houses. That's your one and company rewind. If you've got some real estate to promote, we're happy to do that for you right here. 860-464-9490 is the number. PK, we want to give away some of Martin's money. What do you got for us there? Oof, a lot of pressure. A ton of pressure. I, I kind of I was clicking as fast as I could. I'm all over the map here. I'm on Hartford Current trying to keep things local because I don't have to worry about their paywall. I'm looking at the day. Do we want to go like really obscure or do we just want to like be happy and just give away? Let's go 50 50. Hmm. Let's go with 50 50 and say, in addition to one and company winning yeah. the New London Day, best hmm. of, yes or no, was there an individual realtor on the team who also won an award? Yes or no? 50 50 shot. Oh. Well, we just won another award for the Shoreline Awards. Is that what you're thinking of, Pat? No, no. I was thinking of, of an actual individual team member. Is it yes or no on one company? Did they also win a New London Day Award? Hmm. I feel like I'm even stumped Byron on this. I know you have. Well, I know that Emily White just won the Shoreline Awards, which is different than the best of the day. Hmm. And one company won that. We won first place in that one, too, by the way, PK. Just to throw that out there. All right, we've got a caller. Name and where you're calling from. Kurt from New London. What was the name? Kurt. K-U-R-T. Kurt with a K. Kurt, uh, PK's got a question for you. Go ahead, Pat. Kurt, yes or no? Easy, 50-50 shot. Is there an individual winner in the London company for the best of New London Day as there was the company? Yes or no? Absolutely, they're the best. 
<laughs> I like that. What's the answer? Because I don't even know. So the, the yeah. answer is the answer should have been yes. I agree. I like that. Answer, Absolutely. I, th- I think we I think we got to give it to him just because of the optimism and and, and the That's love. Right. Well, I think Ryan Casey was nominated, right? He was. But he came in the top three. That's an award. Top three. Martin we'll likes. Give, we'll give it to Kurt. Mark Martin likes participation trophies. Ryan Casey was named as a top agent there. The Shoreline. It was uh, Emily White came in first, and and one and company took down both of those. But anyways, Kurt, you're you're heading to sneak. You ever been to sneakers? We got a sneakers gift card for you. Oh, they make a great hamburger. They make a great hamburger. They make a great uh, pastrami too. I love their pastrami. They make a lot of great food. You're heading over to Sneakers Cafe, my friend, courtesy of Service Station Equipment. Stay safe out there this weekend. Yeah, you too. Thank you. They do make a great hamburger and pastrami. What if they still do steak night over at Sneakers? They used to do steak night. It was like a Tuesday, I think. I don't know. I haven't been in there in a little bit. Martin, where's yeah. my invite to Sneakers? Yeah, it's, I mean, you know? I understand why he's not inviting me. I get it. But, you know, I think you guys well, should be there. After you stood him up on the Oh, here we go. On the stood home show this yeah, year? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. You stood yeah, us both up. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because because I, I listened to I listened to medical advice from a, a professional who told me not to travel. You're right. My I think, my bad, everybody. I'm on the air again. I'll, I'll wear this cross for the next think, 15 years. I think oh, you won't be getting God. any more invites. Yeah, for at least 15 years. 15 year invite penalty to anything fun <laughs> has been levied on Pat. Uh, that's it. Whatever. Whatever. You too. Last time I listened to a professional tell me not to travel. Hey, last time I listened to an invest- investment professional named Gordon Vidal, uh, I made a whole bunch of money in crypto, Pat. You see what happened with the crypto this week? Little, uh, little Bito, B-I-T-O, the uh, ETF crypto futures. That uh, Oh, I didn't I'm, get in on that. Did, what, what is that? What did that do this week, the ETF? Uh, it popped like the second it landed. I mean, it's, it's, my favorite part about it is that I am willing to go on the record that, I don't know, let's call it, 94% of people who are invested in that have absolutely no idea what they're investing in. They have no clue what they bought. What they percentage just, What percentage of people that bought DWAC know what the hell they bought? Oh, probably even less than that. I'd, I'd, go, I'd go with, you know, solid, solid 3.5%, maybe 3 so, and a quarter. So on Thursday morning, I get a, an anonymous text. <laughs> and it's got the little dollar sign DWAC. Uh... And then they link a, an article announcing Trump Media and Technology Group Digital World Acquisition Corp. Okay, so that was the SPAC that Trump launched. So I'm like, you know what? I'm definitely not buying this. I don't buy SPACs. Uh, but I'm going to go look at it. So, I don't know, 9.30, 10.30, whatever. I check it out. And I'm like, oh, it's up. And then throughout the day, man, it just exploded. Like, I've yeah. really actually never seen a one-day run like this on any stock. I don't know. You probably have. Friends watch this stuff all day. I've never seen something go up, like, in one day, 400%. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's two-day two day gain was, like, 804 or something in, in the frenzy. 800%. Yeah. In, two, in I like know. It went days. up. And then I'm like, it's going to crash the next day on Friday. It's going to. It's got to crash. It goes up after hours. And then it goes up again on on Friday. Yesterday, listen, 
there's not even a business. It's truth. It's called Truth Social. So it's it's basically Twitter with a new name. Truth. You got Truth versus Twitter. No idea if this is. I'm not buying that stock because no idea if that's going to take <laughs> off or not. But did you happen to? Go on your app store and just look at. You can like download it now, even though it doesn't work yet, and be like on the waiting list. But did you look at? And uh, Jack from Twitter, he actually retweeted this. I don't know if you caught this. I did not. I did not. I'm, oh, I'm like, like grabbing go. my phone as we speak. Now you've got to go. If you're not driving, you got to go look at this. It's so hilarious that Jack retweeted, and yeah, he had a really funny line. So if you look at like the photos, there's like the three examples. One of their examples of a. You know, a profile is called Jack's Beard. I'm a guy just trying to make it in this world. So they're making fun of Jack, the the founder of Twitter. And so, <laughs> so Jack takes that screenshot and on Twitter he posts it and he says, "Well, I guess at Jack is taken on Truth." Just hilarious. <laughs> they are going to go at it, my friends. I don't know if that means you should go buy the DWAC, but I do love the BTC where that's heading right now. Maybe we'll get a little bit of Pat's opinion on some of these crazy investments here as we finish up the show and come back. Real Estate Radio, stick with us. 94.9 News Now, stimulating talk. Pat, are there any fundamentals to that that DWAC SPAC, the DWAC, <laughs> DWAC? There's no- nothing I've seen. All I've all I've read about it, which is limited because there's not really much there yet. There's no substance to it. Is is a lot of confusion. <laughs> a lot of people are just like, okay, so what is it we're actually backing? What are we funding? What what is it that I that I own here with with Digital World Acquisition Corp? What have you acquisitioned or acquired? Nothing. And well, they didn't. Nothing. They didn't have any activity before that. No. I I would hire their copywriter right now, though. I would instantly hire the copywriter. Their their tease photo on the app store is a picture of an iPhone. It just, it looks exactly like the Twitter app. It's called truth, truth social. It's this new social media platform that uh, supposedly Donald Trump is launching. And this Twitter profile shows a guy with a beard, Jack's beard. I'm just a guy trying to make it in this big world. This is, uh, is his bio. And then right below that, you've got Rick James, <laughs> some random, Rick James account. What's your favorite place to go in the world? You won't believe how beautiful Jamaica is. And then so the name is funny. The post is like, all right, this is fine. <laughs> but then the next post is completely it's, ridiculous. It's amazing. It's amazing. The, so Chevy, the Chevy Avalanche is the mullet of trucks, but it sure is fun at a party. This is a profile, <laughs> you know, a fake profile. These are they're all fake profiles. Chevy trucks. Uh, but it sure is fun at a party. Sorry, sh- anyone driving a Chevy right now, but that is hilarious. Maybe you agree with that. I don't know. I is the Chevy Avalanche even still a thing? Uh, I don't even think no. they're still making the Chevy Avalanche, are they? 
The Avalanche was that was that goofy half truck half SUV thing. I thought wasn't it? There's a lot of passionate Chevy people out there. Yeah, we're, yeah we've just lost like a third of our audience if we say something bad about Chevy trucks. No, so. don't say anything bad about Chevy, please. No, yeah, the Av- yeah the Avalanche is the yeah they stopped making that thing in 2013. So what is like what is that that makes that post maybe even more ridiculous? Well, maybe they're about to make a comeback. Maybe this is like maybe Chevy's involved in this and they're just you know warming up to the comeback. The Ford Bronco just made a big comeback. Everybody's posting their new Ford Bronco. Have you seen those? I have this. Uh, one of my neighbors has one. I got to tell you, up close, and I'm, I'm I'm okay with this. Up close is one of the ugliest things I have ever seen. Really? Oh, it's terrible. It's I don't I don't know what they I don't know what the, the throwback idea was, but somebody was drinking because it's it's not. The, uh, I don't know. I was talking to Joel Valenti over at Valenti and Mystic. Yeah. He's, he said there's not that I'm I'm not inquiring about one personally, but I was just in there just asking him. Some questions, you know, supply supply chain convo, and uh, <laughs> I think the Ford Bronco is anywhere from five to six months of you pay for it now, and you're five to six months out of getting. Yeah, it. they're they're hugely popular. I mean, like that was yeah, it's like when the Mini came back, and you know, there's this this harken back to the days of, but except this stuff. Uh, uh, and there's two of them. There's like there's the Bronco and the Bronco Sport. It was like a two and a four. Like whatever version my neighbor had here has is I got I got a little closer to it and I was like I'm not a uh, not impressed. It's, it's kind of kind of terrifying. You're not feeling I, the flow. Not nah, not at all. I uh, my I, my my last fond memory of a Bronco will still remain OJ Simpson for now until they they redo <laughs> until they redo it. That's going to be the, the the fond memory that I keep of the white Broncos for now, at least, but I don't you know, think, man. You think OJ will have a, a profile on truth at OJ? I think, I think if Ford did not deliver a brand new loaded Bronco to OJ's house, the day that they launched the first one off of the assembly line, <laughs> they missed the boat. Cause the only reason an entire generation of people knows about what a Ford Bronco is, is because of that media coverage during that highway chase. Let's be serious. Come on. They could have made so him a, a, a golf course. Uh, I mean, a golf cart Bronco. All he does is spend time on the course. That's it. Well, I mean, you know, he's, he's a busy guy now, doing absolutely nothing. But it's all good. Yeah, I'm looking at looking at the the DWAC world here, and there's not even we got like no there's like our there's no ratings on it. There's nothing. There's there's like zero real information about a company yeah. that, that's existed for four days. But th- this is what's so crazy about the. You know, it's almost like a popularity contest. Some of these stocks, obviously, that there's, you know, I'm not saying the stock market's a popular contest, but when you got something like this that can go up 800 percent in two days, that's that's crazy. Well, yeah, it's like I mean, think about like anything that Portnoy talks about from Barstool Sports, right? Anything that he talks about, immediately people buy it with no understanding, logic, or idea behind it. He just and he doesn't like he even he doesn't even endorse stuff. He just talks about it sometimes, and then people just go out and and go crazy. You're like, all right. I don't know. I don't know why, but uh, what Davy Davy buys stocks, right? Or Davy buys bets, whatever it is. He's out of his mind. But market Tesla, had a Tesla went crazy this week. Yeah, they uh, seem to be un, unfazed by the supply chain issues over there because they uh, they posted record numbers, closed at an all time high, first time above nine hundred. Markets closed at an all time high. Uh, S and P hit an all time record this week. Uh, seven seven days, right? So seven day positive. That's uh, on a winning streak. That's the longest it's done since July. So we finished up, I think, uh, 1.1 for the week. Dow finished up 1.1, S&P 1.6. Over the last 18 months, it's been an indicator of, like, more stimulus or, you know, some of this crap. 
What, wait, is this another indicator that they're going to get that big bill pushed through? No, I mean, a lot of this now is, don't forget, we're like in peak earnings season right now, right? So um, you're getting so all more has of, to do with the earnings? Yeah, right now. I mean, this last week or so has really has been, you know, especially like big banks, which which tend to lead uh, earnings weeks. So JP Morgan Chase and, and those kind of organizations. And, um, you know, I mean, again, companies like you just said, Tesla, like Tesla had, had record earnings, um, delivered more vehicles than they've ever had. Like, it, it's just things are working in a positive fashion, right? We had a lot of, because this is basically the trailer now to reopening, right? We've talked about the reopening trades were coming because, you know, business was coming back to usual. This is now the result of all of that. And now you're starting to see, you know, Q1, Q2 numbers for these major corporations that are that are beating the crap out of what they beat year over year. Now, to be fair, you know, your Q2 number, especially if you're you know anywhere in the Northeast, but if you're a national company, your Q2 number from 2020, the country was closed. Like the world was closed. So yeah, of course you're going to beat your 2020 Q2 number or your Q3 number, at least you would hope. Right. So some of that's a little artificial, but I mean, the, but the fundamentals behind it are very strong. Um, you know, and, and the, I mean, all the markets, all the indices finished up this year, uh, this week. Um, treasury, you know, the 10 year bond went up a little bit. So that's an indicator that interest rates are, are, are starting to move a little bit. Oil, we talked about it quickly. Yeah. Your, your joke about Tesla, but you know, gas prices are, are nationally going through the roof right now. Um, so that's definitely going to start to have an impact on people. But I mean, uh, inflation is healthy, controlled inflation is healthy. Run away, run away starts to get, yeah, yeah run away or, or hyperinflation. I think actually, I think even, I think even Dorsey says, Jack Dorsey, I think from Twitter actually said something about, he was quoted talking about hyperinflation and, and how that was a fear uh, that he was starting to, to, to worry about. The, the um, one thing to watch in real estate, Pat, you mentioned in there that the 10 year bumped up a little bit. That has impacted mortgages. Anytime the 10 year goes up historically, you will see mortgages follow. And weekly mortgage demand has dropped over 6%. So as these interest rates are moving up, the demand for a mortgage is dropping. Now, I said earlier in the show, next two or three years, we're going to be living in a world a very low inventory, so very few homes to choose from, much like you saw this year. Goldman Sachs predicting now, uh, and this just came out about a week ago, that home prices will climb another 16% by the end of 2022. So already record highs. Goldman Sachs saying another 16%. But if you if you... If the interest rate goes up too much, Goldman Sachs will, will be wrong here. So basically... I. You know, in Goldman Sachs, I'm sure they they took into consideration interest rates, is basically saying that despite the 10-year going up, Pat, that it's not going to go up that much over the next year. Mm. I mean, that's basically what they're saying there. If they're saying that, because if I tell you right now, if when you see mortgage demand dropping 6%, just because the interest rate went from 3.18 to 3.23, that thing goes to 45 the demand for mortgages will go down a lot. Yeah, I mean, you're talking about five basis points. Is what your, your example just gave? Three one eight to three two three. Yeah, five basis points. <laughs> I mean, there's not that's 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 nothing over the course of, of a of a thirty year mortgage you know, fixed rate, and that stopped people. You're right. I mean, you know, because re, I mean, refis obviously are, are 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 refis part of that number, or is that just new home mortgages or new new purchase in that? That was yeah. new, uh, new purchase. So applications okay. to refinance a home loan, which are most sensitive to the weekly rate, decreased seven percent 
Wow. And they were 22% lower year over year. Refinances, if the interest rate goes up, there'll be a couple things that happen. One, you'll see mortgage companies lay off a whole bunch of people if refis go away. Yeah. So you'll be, you'll be like, uh-oh, banks are in trouble. They're laying people off. It'll just because there's not refinance opportunities like there has been the last couple of years. Um, yeah, interest rates and inventory. Those are the two things that are going to drive this market. The two eyes, interest rates, inventory, interest rates will have a huge impact on your value if it shoots up into the fours. All right, Pat, if somebody wants to uh, avoid DWAC and get some real financial advice, where can they hit you up this week? Uh, just DWAC your way over to BarnumPlans.com. Hit that little contact button. Um, put DWAC in the subject. That way I'll know where you're coming from. We can make sure not to talk about that. There you go. If, if you got some real <laughs> estate needs, find us over at OneAndCompany.com. You can email me, Byron, at OneAndCompany.com. That's also where you find Mary Pula and Ann Carpenter now. They have merged the power team over with One and Company. A lot of exciting stuff. If you got real estate needs, hit us up. And if you'd like to join the team, go over to realestateagentscholarship.com. I'll pay for your schooling to get your real estate license. That's realestateagentscholarship.com. Thank you, Boomer, running an amazing board today. Go check out his show with Pebbles over at 107.7 during the week. Uh, Thank you guys for tuning in. Thanks for calling in. Thanks, Service Station Equipment, your residential tank specialist. And we'll see you guys here next week. Real Estate Radio. Stay safe. Go!